It's Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. You can thank me later. Download the Alive Podcast app from your app store today. How we all doing today? How we all doing today? What's up? This is Judd and Tanisha. We are here with the Nation of Judstonia back again. And uh, today, uh, we're going to talk about what we just listened to, De La Soul. (laughs) (laughs) And the reason why we talk about De La Soul, I know this is like a little bit different than what we, you know, we we talk about the health and everything like that. But at the end of the day, it kind of all comes into the same thing because uh, True Goy, also known as Dave, also known as Plug 2 of De La Soul had passed away uh, recently. Um, like what last week two weeks ago last week last week you know so and um, uh, it had me thinking it had me thinking because I was like yo I grew up on De La Soul I grew up on uh, Native Tongues De La Soul all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff so you know everybody that's in my age bracket uh, can 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 relate when when they came out you know Jungle Brothers uh, De La Soul I remember I was in high school and um, yo, them dudes was nice, yo. So we was like, like I was a De La Soul fan. So you know, I said, you know what, we're gonna do an episode where we give this dude his flowers. We give De La Soul their flowers because you know when they start talking about um, rap groups and um, in hip hop, you know De La Soul is not mentioned enough. What do you think? Tanisha? You're right about that. <laughs> you know, everybody will talk about you know. Um, Tribe Called Quest, you know, um, of course, Wu-Tang and mm-hmm. Public Enemy and different things like that. But De La Soul is, to me, one of the best rap groups ever, ever. Like, their music is, like, ridiculous. Like, I mean, and um, I, you know, oh, also, uh, they recently, which is the, you know, the part that's crazy is that um, on March 3rd was the the first time that all of their music has been released on all platforms like you know spotify title different things like that and um uh he passed away right before that like so he's never he didn't get the chance to see uh you know what they've been fighting for for years like their music has never been on any platform so you couldn't even really find their music um you know through the internet because um, they were trying to work out deals, you know, with uh, Tommy Boy, trying to get their uh, music on, 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 you know, released and, you know, money-wise, that was the biggest issue. So uh, they worked all that out and their music got released and, you know, everybody's downloading their music now. But the point is that, you know, Dave Trugoy is not here to see, you know, his fruit come to fruition. So... Which is, you know, a shame. But at the same time, the group still is together. Now, uh, the great thing I like about that group, 
and um, it's because they stayed together. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Like you got a lot of groups you never heard of them beefing and acting a fool and not you know liking each other and 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 breaking up and different things like that. So that's 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 what I I, I really you know liked about De La Soul because. Uh, matter of fact, you never even heard about any about any of them going solo or different things. Like they didn't really do any solo projects. Matter of fact, I, hmm. I have you ever heard of a any feature? Yeah, like you know what? I have I never heard so. of um, Pops the News, yeah, mm-hmm. or True Goy doing a, a song by themselves, right? Or you know, correct me if I'm wrong, if doing or doing a song. Um, with uh, another, uh, like like one of them doing a song right. with somebody else, right? What do you think? Do you yeah, think? I've never, I can't think of any right yeah, now. Yeah, because they, they always either did it together right. or they didn't do it at all. At least, you know, somebody might be able to, you know, fact check me on that one. <laughs> but I, I, and I'm, I'm a fan, and I, I'm like, I, I've heard all their songs and. Every song is either together or they're not. So that's dope to me. Mm-hmm. That's really dope. So, you know, so what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I grew up on De La Soul. I remember sitting there playing their music and <laughs> writing it down or even trying to memorize. Like I, like I said, I was telling you before, I was like three feet high and rising was like the best to me. So I was sitting there trying to learn the whole album. <laughs> I loved it. It's the best. <laughs> yeah, three feet high rise when it when it when it first hit, you know, and you know, we're all around the same age. Well, I'm around the same age with them. And um, you know, them dudes was just they were different. But you know what's so funny? That that time of hip hop is pro- in, in, in everybody calls it the golden era. Mm. Because it truly was the golden era. Because at that time, um, corporate America did not understand hip-hop or know how strong hip-hop was so that was the like late 80s and you know early 90s and so with that being said um, they had no they they really didn't care about Mm hip-hop and that was the best time for hip-hop when they didn't care or didn't didn't think it could make money or whatever because there was, you know, growing up in New York, New York was like one of the only places at the time that had, you know, radio stations that played hip hop, you know, live. I remember as a kid when hip hop like first started um, in the early, early 80s, I remember having to listen to Mr. Magic like late night. Um, we, we, we'd, uh, you know, as a kid, I used to, you know, have an alarm clock to wake me up. Because Mr. Magic used to come on like at, I think, like 2 o'clock in the morning or 1 o'clock in the morning, something like that, and on Saturdays. <laughs> and we would, we would just, you know, wake ourselves up, uh, put a long clock on, and then, you know, it's magic. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Yo, we used to listen to Mr. Magic early in the morning and then, um, like, record it because my cousins up in Boston, they, don't ha- they didn't have any hip-hop at all. So we used to make tapes and, and record Mr. Magic that early in the morning. And um, and then we used to, when we ever go visit them, we make copies of the tapes and give it to them. And then, you know, they were the coolest people ever. 
in Boston because they used to have the you know Mr. Magic tapes and he used to just mail it to them and everything like that. So I say, I say that to say then all of a sudden like you know we had um, what um, uh, we had WBLS mm-hmm. and we had um, yep and, and uh, um, Kiss was oh was yeah yeah ninety eight point yeah yeah, yeah ninety eight point seven yep Kiss, Kiss. FM <laughs> yep and Kiss FM had. Um, at that time, they had they had uh, uh, Red Alert and Chuck Chill Out, mm-hmm. and Mr. Magic was on WBLS, and they used to, you know, battle between those two. But I say that to say, um, you know, hip hop was more free back then, and at that time, the music was able, like we was able to hear all different genres of hip hop on the radio. And when I say that, I meant there was a lane for De La Soul. There was a lane for, um, you know, conscious rap music. And there was, a, there was also a lane, you know, for braggadocious rap music. There was a lane for, um, you know, you could say uh, gangster rap music at that time. You know what I mean? So everybody was being played and being able to be played because the the powers that be weren't um pushing any agenda on hip-hop so that's why i feel it was the golden era what you think you can also understand what they were saying back then too <laughs> compared to now See, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna. they had words yeah. <laughs> that we understood <laughs> i mean of course everything evolves and things are yes, different i get it so i'm not gonna mm. i'm not gonna hate on these new dudes right now even though some of it is just like yo it is what it is. <laughs> However, there's still some dudes that keep keep to the form. But the greatest part about back then was, um, like compared to now, where now um, a group like De La Soul would be considered underground. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. Because, you know, conscious rap music is not being put in the forefront. You know, like you got a couple of artists... Um, that you know get a shine a little bit like um i would say like j cole mm-hmm. um kendrick is, is probably mm-hmm. closer to that right genre you know those those guys are more close to that they like soul genre but you know shoot that's a handful and then everybody else is on this sex drugs and money and and which is cool because i ain't gonna front you know i, I get down to all that <laughs> however it's like yo like really that's all we got, you know, that's all they play. You know what I mean? They don't give a chance for, um, you know, other genres of hip hop to get played on the radio. Right. And, uh, you know, and that's that's a shame to me because uh, these kids today are growing up not, you know, hearing, you know, different, you know, avenues of, of hip hop. and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, 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 it's to me, it's a shame. What you think? Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, I, I feel like they're missing out, unfortunately. But it is what it is. Yeah. Like I you mean, said, it evolves. So, it evolves. No, nah, but the music, as it evolves, it still stays the same. It's just mm-hmm. that what the, you know, what, what, what the corporate giants of hip-hop now choose to put in the forefront that's the problem you know what i'm saying they don't allow 
Um, you know, shoot, it's almost like a damn near conspiracy, if you ask me. You know, it's like, why you, you know, like, there was a time where, you know, you know, you had self-destruction. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You had, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, the, the hottest artists were, were the artists that were singing about the most conscious part of hip-hop, you know? And it just seemed like, yo, like, you know, honestly, if hip hop had 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 introduced me to like Farrakhan and uh, Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, I mean, it really did because you know you had like X Clan and different artists mm, like that, yeah, um, yep. that you know promoted um, you know things like that. Like, shoot, I started eating pork because of these dudes. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> 13 years old and you know wearing my black medallions and they had you reading Elijah Muhammad how to eat and different things like that like you know the 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 consciousness part of hip-hop you know had you really thinking about you know like five percenters in them in the five percent of nation and all that kind of stuff was introduced to me through mm-hmm. hip-hop yeah yep. so I say that to say you know like yo that's that's that was that was the dope part about hip-hop because you know we was you know, being educated about, you know, ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, about yep. blackness. Right. You know, at one point in the 80s, in the late 80s, really. And, you know, everybody was real pro-black. Right. And um, then, you know, gangster rap started coming in, mm-hmm. and which was cool. Mm-hmm. However, you know, it just seems like the conspiracy was... Yo, you know these these black people are starting to learn too much about themselves, getting too strong, <laughs> and too too uh, you know conscious about mm-hmm. the society and what's around them, and learning about Africa and all that kind of stuff. Like, nah, yeah. man, we, we we need to bring it to you know like this gangster stuff, right? Yeah, like NWA. Yeah, yeah, and I love NWA too, but. <laughs> When that, no, Luke and NWA, when that started hitting, then I think that corporate America, which we could have all existed in the same realm, but corporate America was like, nah, we we on to something now. Mm-hmm. You know, let's, let's uh, promote this more, this, this, this um, misogyny or, that's the, I'm using the right word, I want to say misogyny, <laughs> sex, like sex sales. Mm-hmm. And, uh, okay. Let's, let's 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 rock that and let's rock uh uh you know you know just more you know street ghetto you know hood right. and then you know people be like oh well just talking about the where, where we where we was from and you know what was going on in the streets and all that kind of stuff which is cool i mean i have like i said i loved all of it but the point was there was still an avenue for conscious hip-hop and and that had been shrunken down over the years and mm-hmm. been, um, completely uh, what just like shooting now it's like snuffed out right you know because I'm like name a conscious hip hop artist right now like I mean besides I said J. Cole and them um, like a conscious hip hop group like that gets radio play serious radio think of a group play. not a group not even a the only person other person I could think of would be like Rhapsody 
But, but she when, doesn't get played. Yeah. Even with Rhapsody, <laughs> she's like an artist that Nobody. you got to go and search for. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's Kids not an artist. know who she is, yeah. probably. Yeah, you know, it's, it's an artist you got to come and look for. Like, she is the, like, oh, she stands out, like, mm-hmm. for women. Right. Oh, my God. Now, now we're talking about men. And I, I, it, t- name women artists that are conscious rap artists that are on the top of the game. They don't even allow that to happen at right. all anymore. Exactly. Zero. Yep. Like, if you ain't talking about your coochie and <laughs> how good it is and how you can, you know, make a man, you could take a, all this man's money and all that kind of stuff, and you ain't you ain't going to make it in the hip-hop. And I, I wonder if, um, you know, how, you know, how... Uh, these female artists feel about that. That's why I would love to sit down and speak to them. Right. Do they do? Are they? This is what they want to do, or do they feel like I do it because this is what the industry tells me to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But on that note, we got to pay some bills. Let the you know what what the what advertisers advertisers do what do they the got to do, and we're gonna be right back. And we are back. We are back. And today we're speaking about, uh, you know, we got on the subject about De La Soul and True Goy passing away. And, you know, just it just I just felt like this episode, we just needed to give them their flowers and also talk about, you know, hip hop in general, because, you know, we that's 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 our baby. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's our baby. You know, I was 73. I was born in 73. So, um, you know, we grew up on hip hop all day long. Yep. So I was born in '76. Yeah. So. so that's that's our that's that's our music. Right. And so and now it's in 50 years. It's 50 year mm-hmm. year, year old. It's this year. Yep. And um, yeah. So you know, shoot, I'm 50. So in the day, so I'm like, shoot, hip hop been part of my life since I've been from birth. Right. So at the end of the day. You know, we we you know we we pay homage to it and we see it growing, and it's made a lot of millionaires. It made a lot of millionaires. Yeah. It made some billionaires. Um, and um, yeah, and we we just it's just it's just interesting. You know what I mean? And if you you have people that's listening, if you have not really really delved into the De La Soul catalog, uh, catalog I, I suggest that you really um, 
you know, go and, and listen to their music. Now it's on all platforms. And I'm telling you, it will blow your mind. Because especially if you ain't you ain't heard it in a long time, obviously, most people haven't heard it unless you had a cassette or, take, you know, a CD of them and you was listening to it recently. But if you ain't listened to their music as of, you know, recently, I suggest that you go and, and go from start to start with, you know, um, Daisy H and, and go all the way through their catalog. And I'm telling you, it will blow your mind. Like them dudes was, you know, their, their, their lyrics, uh, you know, their subject matter, everything, man. They, they were the ones who first started doing skits. Skits, yep, exactly. You know what yep. I mean? They like, you know, all these rap albums got skits now, and they were they were the ones who mm-hmm. who created those skits. You know what I mean? They 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 were the first ones to start skits. Um, De La Soul is dead. That Joker is a, a classic. Like they got some classical music. And um, yeah, I'm 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 like I'm a daylight dude, yo, straight up. You know what I mean? Rest in power to Dave, and you know what I'm saying, and his family, and all that kind of stuff. But man, they they had some good music. Mm-hmm. Yep, they did. And I I love Daylight's old too. Uh, I will say I'm more of a Tribe Called Quest <laughs> type of girl. <laughs> I love Q-Tip. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> But just to talk about hip-hop in general, um, I like how hip-hop always takes you back to a place in time. So if you could just hear a certain song and it will take you back to a certain place in time and think about what was going on at that time. And, like, of course, listening to De La Soul takes me back to, like, high school um, or... Tribe Called Quest even takes me back to high school, college, everything like that. And just what was going on at that time. And I, I like how hip hop is able to do that. And it makes me always not forget what happened back then. Yeah. And they're happy memories. And, you know, even being in a club, like our day parties that we go to and they start playing hip hop. Hey, it's feel good music. It's, it gets you moving and. In my head, I'm like I said, I'm going back to back in the day, my Howard days or my my Plainfield High School days, whatever it may be. <laughs> and that's like I'm having a great time. Like it makes me feel good. Yeah, that's 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 you know, and yeah, hip hop is a different different animal, yo. Like, um, and you know, and we R and B kids too, because of course, you know, R and B has been part of our lives, and you know. That that music, it, it, the way we grew up on it, is no longer exists <laughs> <laughs> compared to what you know it is now. But that would be a different subject for another day. Yeah. But I just say that to say that um, you know, with hip hop, you know, especially the time we was growing up, um, you know, they used to rap over a lot of R and B music, right? You know, a lot of R and B beats and stuff like that. Um, you know, everybody wanted to be a rapper. I was shoot, I had DJ equipment in my crib, so it's like I. I mean, we went through all the genres. Like literally, I was a break dancer. I did it all. Like I was a hip hop head. Like my mother used to be like, "What the hell is wrong with these kids?" You know, because <laughs> I never forget, man. I, uh, my floor in the basement. Me and my brother, we used to take pledge, right, and <laughs> spray the floor with pledge, and then just wipe the floor with pledge. You know that furniture joint, but what it, what it did was it made your back spin crazy. 
Because <laughs> if you had like a, you know, you put your windbreaker on, because everybody had to have a windbreaker oh suit. Oh my God. And when you did your backspin, man, you was moving like 100 miles per hour. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the pledge. <laughs> and yo, we used to practice every day, like every day, and just, and be just waiting for like a, like, like some type of, party or a jam and everybody be like all right yo i just practice these moves all day like for weeks and then this party is about to happen and that party happened man they formed that circle it was time to get down yo you just like yo it's time to get down mm -hmm. it was time to go and man i was a break dancing fool like you know everything man my pop lock my freaking my, my 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 floor game was crazy. All that was good, yo. <laughs> I, ain't here. I I ain't even sitting captain. I ain't even gonna sit here and act like I, yo. Like I was really nice on the dance floor. <laughs> oh boy, I really was. I was I was I was a dancer. I, if you talk to my mama, she'll tell you. Like I was a dancer. I was a dancer. You know what I'm saying? So that was my thing. And then uh, me and my brother ended up, you know, getting ourselves DJ equipment, put our money together, and we. We had turntables in our bedroom, and we had, we was buying records. I never forget. We used to go and buy all types of records, man. And we just been in making all types of music. Um, used to make um, shoot. We used to make all types of music. Make slow jams and mm. make yo. Know, we used to mix tapes, you know, scratching, doing all that kind of stuff. I kind of wish I did. I didn't give that up, cause um. I kind of like when I went to college. That's when I I kind of you know I was I wasn't as a great uh, like into DJing as much as my brother was because obviously he's still you know well my brother still DJs to this day you know he DJs in clubs in New York and and he you know DJs as you know making income um myself I was just you know I was into it but you know when I got to college I just you know fell out of it and I you know try to play with it every now and then but uh you know I'm not into it like that however I just love music period Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I was a dancer also. <laughs> besides my ballet tapping jazz, but besides that, yes, I did hip hop dancing, so, so to speak. I always had a group. Uh, actually, my group went on the road uh, with our school play. We went to New Orleans and we all got in trouble. But anyway, that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but yes, we had a dance and we danced to Ratha Kane. Uh, it was me and three guys. Uh, Gerard Shakar, rest in peace, Shakar and uh, Gene. And we used to practice in the middle of the street because Gene lived across the street from me and everybody would come over. We just dance in the middle of the street, come up with our routine and do what we had to do. Also, was in a whole bunch of talent shows at school. <laughs> Love dancing. Uh, I was in another girl group too. Um, also, my friends, Darren Rashida. Uh, we were, <laughs> I don't even want to say what the name of our group was, but I'll go ahead and say it. We were Twin Towers in a Hut because they are like six feet tall and I am five two. So Twin we used Towers to, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we were always dancing, always coming up with some type of routine. <laughs> I still might know like the first part of my Ratha Kane routine actually, but I'm not going to show you that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna um, as we as we progress through this uh, doing these podcasts, we're gonna we're gonna definitely start getting some video in, so then Tanisha can show us what? some of her dance moves <laughs> <laughs> from back in the day. 
Oh man, yeah. So she can show. So y'all can y'all can y'all can experience her dance moves from back in the day. But yeah, man, we we like I said, man, that that like I, I kid you not, like I I've, I've been on some De La Soul, like I've been in the gym, and I, all I'm doing is pumping De La Soul through my through my um my earbuds and everything like that because I just like yo, you know. The fact that they were able to, you know, get their music back on and it just make, you know, the, the, like, like, like Tanisha said, the nostalgia of, of the music is dope. And it just brings me back and it makes me feel good. And, you know, they just they just hit on so many subject matters, you know what I mean? And, and, and um, they were very cryptic about what they were saying. And now that I'm older, I understand it more. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... Back then, you just rhymed the rhymes and just da 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 But now, you know, you just like, yo, these dudes is deep. Like, lyrically, their music, right? Like, what they did back then can stand the test of time. Like, their music right back then is, is dope. Like, it, it can hang with anybody that, that makes music now. And that's the thing about the golden era of hip-hop. Like, most of the MCs, if you listen to their music... Um, a lot of kids gonna be like, "Oh no, that's not." I'm like, "Dude, you listen to to what they were saying and how they were saying it, and 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 the way they flowed. They are like, it's timeless. They made the, the golden era hip hop has some timeless music. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like their music is timeless. Like it, you, it it fits any genre, any generation, and it's like nothing changes. Like you know." Um, you know, it's, it's almost like Biggie, for instance. Like you listen right. to Biggie right now, and he made his music in '90s. Yep. Early, you know, early '90s, mm-hmm. and lyrically, you got dudes that cannot even play with this dude. Right. And you know, I'm not a Tupac fan. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> However, I'm gonna give him his props though. The dude's lyrics are, you know, timeless. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At times, like his music, you know, can can match anybody that's rock, you know, pretty much rocking right now. Big Daddy Kane, another one. You know what I'm saying? Kooji yes. Rap. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like you, you know, like she said, uh, uh, Tricalk. I mean, there's just so many hip hop artists that came up in mm-hmm. that time that lyrically, like shoot, another person that don't get a lot of credit that is crazy nice is is um. Uh, Grand Poopa, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yep, forgot about him. Yeah, yep. yeah. It, don't even get me on Brand Nubians. That's another yep. one of my Brand top, yep. one of my top groups, yo. Like I, I rocked with Grand Nubians. Like I told you that Brand Nubians, man, they were the ones who who really, you know, introduced me to, um, you know, the whole five uh, percent world and Islam and. And everything like that because of you know the things that they were rhyming about made you interested in to hear you know saying a little bit deeper but yeah man so this episode right here we just needed to go back and just talk about hip-hop so i apologize that we ain't even get into any health and, <laughs> right. and wellness but nah we had we had to do this for true glory and for de la soul man we had to we had to go back and talk about our experiences growing up and i'm hoping that you know it makes you guys um you know think back about you know your time when you was coming up because you know most people gonna be listening to this is gonna be around our age group so you know when you first hit you know like like the movie 
when I fell in love with hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> when was the first time you fell in love with hip hop? That's right. what you got to ask yourself yep. that question. Yep. And you know, what music just, you know, what, when you first heard it, you was like, oh, this is me. I'm on this thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I know anybody who is in our, you know, age group um, and, you know, listen to hip hop at that time, you know, still, you, you're going to, you're going to, this is, this was your thing. This was your thing. Yep. Exactly. So this is the end of our episode. Yep. This is episode number three. Yes. Yes. We're keeping it moving, y'all. We're keeping it moving. Thank y'all for tuning in with us and, um, you know, enjoying this moment. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you guys next week. All right. Remember, we are the nation of Justonia and we are part of the Alive Podcast Network. A live podcast network. Make sure you download that and, you know, tell your friends, tell your family. And, yeah, we, we're going to be bringing some stuff to you guys. We're going to be, hopefully, we're going to be bringing some more guests um, and talking to some other people. And, you know, we're, we're going to have some fun, yo. We're going to have some fun. So I'm glad y'all are with us. And let's keep it moving. All right. See you next time. See you next time. Hello. Meanie, 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 meanie. Mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it. Mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it. Mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it. What? Mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it. Mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it, mean it. Hello, it's the soul. Trooping in with the jungle patrol.